On today's show, Andrew and Mo discuss inflation, rising interest rates, and companies that are laying off. All straight ahead on Your Retirement Untangled. Welcome in to Your Retirement Untangled with Andrew Nida and Mo Param. That's right, folks. Welcome to Your Retirement Untangled with Andrew Nida, Mo Param. They are the co-founders of Asset Management Group right here in Atlanta. I'm your co-host for the hour, Spike Spangle. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Andrew, I'll start with you. What's going on with you hey, this week? Hey, Spike, listen, we are riding right into the holiday season. We are officially here. And listen, for me, this is like one of the best times of year. Yeah. It, it, family's around. Kids always want me to take off. Like it's, you know, eating a ton of food. I'm going to I'm yeah. gonna ask you your favorites. <laughs> Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, or Hanukkah, or whichever one you prefer, or New Year's. What, what are your favorite of the holidays? Yeah, mine, mine is Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. You rob so, do I, <laughs> so do yeah, I. So do I. You know what? I think as we get older, <laughs> it's Thanksgiving because all it is, it's blue jeans and eating some food, right? That's like right. everything else and gets throw, to be a little throw complicated. Some football on the screen. I mean, what, what better thing? What better thing is there? But, right? And the family and friends. Yeah, that's and right. Tons of visits. I'm going opposite. What are you, what know, are you saying? What are you thinking, saying? I'm thinking Christmas, man. Christmas is such, it's just a phenomenal day, okay? My, my hope is it's a little bit more cold, and here's the reason why. We, we have Thanksgiving. Now, me and Mo knows, knows this because we're brother, brother-in-laws, right? So me and Mo are at the same Thanksgiving party. You load down with full food. You get, like, you know, really just feeling sick kind of deal. Yeah. And then what do the kids want to do? Let's go out and play football. You know, and I'm like, no, this is this is not the right time to play football. You know, and so, that was a month ago. You could yeah. have done that Thanksgiving. No, we're sitting. So around Christmas today. is like this coffee. You know, just relaxing. That's my. That's, that's, your, that's, that's your my jam, jam yeah. man. Well, hey, folks, I, I, I'll, I'll try to keep every, all of us in line. Though this still is your retirement untangled, and there is so much that the fellas are going to want to be covering today. We have everything, and and I, I'm not I'm not trying to scare anybody out there, but we have word of layoffs. Um, different large, large companies, and before the holiday season, re really frightening to hear about. Uh, what's going on uh, with credit card debt, uh, different things that are still going on with interest rate hikes, and is it helping or hurting the inflation that's going on? All that and more on today's program. So we were starting out uh, just by looking at some of the current news. This really surprised me. Amazon mm -hmm. reporting layoffs. Yeah. FedEx reporting layoffs before the holidays? Yeah. This scares me because what they might think is going to be the longer recession coming after the holiday season. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, listen, this is this has been the message that we have consistently uh, you know put out to our viewers, our listeners and our clients spike. And the reality is is the 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 message from the feds has been quite clear. Don't buy into this knee-jerk reaction in the market, okay? We need to be consistent in understanding what the message is from the feds, what they're trying to do in balancing out this whole deal with inflation. They're trying to kick spending in the butt. That's what we've, right. that's what we've been saying literally for, for weeks and months now. And what that actually means is they're trying to diminish our confidence to spend money. And okay? they, but they, that just doesn't make—we're built on capitalism, Mm -hmm. So I don't know, because we've heard this from the Fed chair, from Jerome Powell, saying right. we're going to do this until it hurts. But it seems like it's hurting the American family. Well, that's what they the want. The retiree and the pre-retiree. Kind of like what Andrew, what Andrew said. I mean, they want to curb spending. And what, what best way to make people stop spending money is to make it hurt, make, make it feel painful, make your portfolios, your, your statements look painful, make you feel uh, you know, uh, weary about your job. 
And so really they want to see unemployment go up to a certain level where people are feeling very nervous about their spending their paychecks. So you see large corporations, like you mentioned, Amazon laying off 11,000 people, Facebook uh, laying off 10,000 people, right? They want to see these large corporations really have a mass exodus from their workforce to make people really, you know, think twice yeah. about spending money. Yeah, listen, there's, there's nothing that's going to affect uh, consumers' confidence in spending than the loss of a job. Okay, oh, that, gosh, that's yeah. going to kick or, it right or, in the toe. And the fear of it, as Mo was saying. Yeah, and, and here in America, you know, oftentimes I'm subject to this as well. We spend until we can't, right? Mm -hmm. And so we've been saying, listen, we, there's they want to see unemployment rise. Who knows what the number looks like and what they want to see, but, you know, we've thrown out numbers close to around 5%. Yeah. They want to see target unemployment hit these levels because they feel that that has a direct effect on spending. And, in fact, it does. You know, we had a uh, gentleman, um, for, for all of our clients, we do – we do a lot of like private client meetings and sessions with different analysts. And we had a uh, gentleman from uh, BlackRock, from I, Black Rock, mm. I believe. He was an analyst from BlackRock. You know, we just use these third-party uh, strategists to really just question and allow our clients get a fill-in vibe from some of these individuals. And he made a statement that was pretty profound. This was back, what, probably— this is back over the summer, maybe uh, July, yeah. maybe? Yeah, and he said—and and we were talking about fuel prices. It was right at the, the brink of these prices going through the roof. And, and we said, listen, you know, what's the deal with fuel pricing? And how do we get a handle on it? And his statement was quite simple. He said, you want to fix high, full pr high fuel prices? You hire fuel prices. <laughs> and his point was right. Listen, if, if we're going to get a handle on this thing from the Fed's perspective, then we've got to get everything through the roof to the point that we can't afford it. And at that point, we can begin to settle into a new price point. Right. Here's my, at least my take on it. Aren't companies responsible for their own price point? When they're saying that this interest rate is going to help take down inflation. Personally, this is just me, folks. This isn't even Andrew and Mo saying it. It's me saying it. Spike saying uh, companies set their own prices. So we need companies responsibly to say maybe we shouldn't be hitting our consumers with, with such high prices. We don't control gas and oil. They'll bring down the prices when they feel like it. A am I wrong there, or well, I mean, isn't there some responsibility on the companies as well? Well, I think I think it depends on the in on the industry itself. But you you have to realize some of the pressures that we are facing as individuals, companies are facing it as well. You know, the, the price that that they're paying for the the materials to produce the materials are getting increased as well. So mm -hmm. you know, they have to trickle down some of those costs to. Either they eat it, which companies think about it. They, they're in a business to make money, so they're not going to eat and absorb all the costs. Or they transition it and push it down to the consumer. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so their companies are faced with that challenge as well. Well, yeah. just like a retiree, though, uh, can you guys remember the last time you came out of a grocery store not spending a hundred dollars? Oh, this is, this is crazy. We we literally uh, so we've been in a transition spike. Uh, most of our viewers and listeners know this at this point, but uh, we have recently sold our house, and so we moved in with my mother. We, we you know took advantage of the sale prices. We were you know fortunate enough to have a place to stay temporarily mm -hmm. until we build our home and. And so we're, we're in this kind of transition phase. Well, we literally just stocked up at my mother's house. And when you go, I mean, literally a few items at the local yeah. grocery store, local store in, in Cartersville where we live, and, and you're paying an absolute fortune. Yeah. It is it is insane how much money you got to spend. But it has a direct effect. And I think, you know, not to become uh, political on the show, but the reality is, is some of these arrangements that we have made with, with uh, trade is it has its impact to what most point was with these companies mm -hmm. and these organizations and sometimes listen they're they're feeling the pressure like Mo says just like the consumer is and they're just trying to make you know trying to make this thing work yeah and and as a result you're seeing layoffs right yeah. if you can cut your workforce by 
you know, 10%, 15%, 20%. Well, guess what? Now you just reduce how much outflow has to go in. Unfortunately, you, you, you're sending families home with, you know, one of their, one of their uh, you know, head of households not working, but, you know, companies, then, are, companies are trying to tight their, tighten the reins as well. Yeah, it's part of their bigger picture as well to keep, especially the public companies, to keep their stock prices up because they, they can keep up the valuation of their company by reducing their workforce a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it hits us at home. If this is hitting you at home as well, one of the things I want you to do is that we can do a retirement readiness review. And not just readiness, not just are you ready to retire, but have you retired? Do you want to know if you can stay that way? Are you worried about the extra money you are spending in retirement? Do yourself a favor complimentary give us a call we will sit down and have a meeting with you andrew and mo will put together an income strategy for you 800-419-6164 is the phone number that's 800-419-6164 on the flip side though andrew you had found some positive economic news as well i mean it's not all darkness out there yeah well i mean i think i think it is positive news but it's going to play into the bigger concerns that we have about the economy and that's the fact that hey if you've taken note of october retail sales data it's confirmed everything that we've talked about the 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 injection of money into the system over the past several years seven trillion dollars is still there and it's still in the pockets of consumers and so they're able to absorb literally the increasing cost just like we've been talking about, which we feel, you know, it's going to it's going to play its effect on this whole, you know, disinflation process because it's not automated. It's not accelerated, as we may think over the recent news. This thing could get elongated. And, and I think that's the problem. This, you know, could be tighter yeah, for longer. You, people have said that this so far, so far is not a deep recession, that it's a shallow recession. But it might be a long one, right? Right? It might be a longer one. So, uh, uh, you guys, I, I would, I get really wonky when I do my research. So, I was looking at the duration of bulls and bear markets. I was, saw this this morning. There have been twenty-seven bear markets since nineteen twenty-nine. Mm-hmm. So, as I was just doing rough math in my silly head, that means there have been a bull market about every three point seven five years, right? The thing is, we all have what I call recency bias. It's one of the behavioral finance topics we've all talked about before. People have the recency bias that the market went up for nearly 14 years. So they think that this might just be a blip. But when it's when we look at the real facts of it, there's a recession every few years. So this has actually gone back to normal. So how are you preparing, let's say, your clients or folks who are calling you from the shows and so forth? How are you saying, hey, I know it's negative, but we've got to prep. This is kind of normal. This is kind of the normal cooking that we need to do in a financial plan. Yeah, and I think, you know, a lot of our listeners and and to the radio show, you know, they hear us talk about this and they they want something like that. And we give them, you know, for for every show that we do, we give it out for the top 10 callers of our show. It's kind of a little uh, a, a simple form of a retirement plan that most talking about and building the confidence so that you can ensure. And I'm talking about you as the viewer and the listener of this show so that you can be confident that your money is positioned correctly for your future. And that's huge. And if you want that, you got to pick up the phone and call one 800 419 6164. If you do, you're going to have access to the retirement readiness review. This isn't done by some third party or done by someone else on our team. It's literally Mo and myself ready for you. 
to be able to go through your story and offer this so that you can have confidence about your retirement. Again, the number is 1-800-419-6164. Call the phone number so you can get your own complimentary retirement readiness review from Andrew and Mo, the co-founders of Asset Management Group. More Your Retirement Untangled with Andrew and Mo when we get back right after this. Welcome back to Your Retirement Untangled with Andrew Nida, Mo Param. I'm your host, Spike Spangle. They're the co-founders of Asset Management Group right here in Atlanta. Don't forget to call for your own complimentary retirement readiness review. It's complimentary, especially to the first 10 callers. You can imagine we're broadcasting all around Atlanta, so the phone lines, they get really busy on us. Call into the call center. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. 800-419-6164 is the number. 800 419 Sixty-one, sixty-four. Andrew, I got to go back and reverse though. Say so you you moved in with the in-laws. <laughs> no. how, how, how's no. that going for you? Oh, <laughs> let me correct and, you. Yeah, he, moved, he moved in with his mother, not oh, the in-laws. Oh, mom, <laughs> you moved back in. Oh, well, you're happy because she's making your sandwiches the way that you <laughs> like them. And listen, I am cutting the corner off the bread for you. And <laughs> I'm revisiting the glory days. All right, you guys leave me alone here. No, no listen. And all are honesty, you back in the same bedroom? As like, are you in there with the wife? That is hysterical. Uh, it's it it might be hysterical, but it is super beneficial. I got this is great advice to all of you listeners out there. No, no. in all honesty, though, I mean, you know, we were put in a position where we felt like um, with some recent news about the land that backed up to our property that we didn't want to stay there. They had, you know, big, beautiful land, 85 acres that our, ha- that our house looked over. We didn't own it, but we got the benefit of viewing it every yeah. single day. And unfortunately, it was sold. It got uh, rezoned to commercial. And we just didn't want to be there and watch all this yep. construction happen. Yep. So, you know, we we really were put in a position where we had to make a quick decision. But we we found ourselves literally in the same position as so many of our clients yep. and viewers over the past 12, 24 months and to the current moment, which is, man, it seems like a great time to sell. But we all know this is a terrible time to go buy a home because of the way the market has been. And so, fortunately, you know, we're in a good position to be able to sell the house, and then we have a place to And you're to not stay. in a hurry to buy. And we're not in a hurry to buy. And, and we, so we're being mindful about this market. Yeah, it was a good exit point, right? I mean, if you, if you, if you listen to us and you really see where the housing market is going, you know, this was a prime opportunity, Andrew, I, I would say, for you to, you know, to coop up, to, to recoup some of the, the um, you know, what you've put into the house. And also now have the cash available to build, right, when, when the timing is right. So I think it was a good strategy for you. There, there's a lot of different reasons, folks, why, why we'll talk about real estate even in a retirement show. So one of the aspects that I like about this is trying out or taking your time in figuring out where you want to move mm-hmm. to next. It's something that retirees don't often think about. Uh, going to an area, you know, they might want to move from here and, I don't know, go go even further down south into Florida or something like that. And I think we've suggested before, maybe you should rent there for six months mm-hmm. or 12 months before you purchase a property and you put in all of those sunk-in costs and you go, I, I, just, I don't like it down here. I don't like being away from the family or I don't like the grocery stores as much or we're too far away from everybody. I like this trial idea that you're doing and I think retirees could take it on yeah. too. Spike, yeah. I think you bring up a good point. I think I think the whole idea of renting 
has really got this like negative condemnation. And, and, and the, the truth is, is yes, it's not great to rent forever. OK, we're not recommending that you go stay and rent a home for an indefinite amount of time. But um, but there is some value in being able to play a yeah. market a little bit. Right. And so, you know, we have the ability to do it. But even some clients that we've recommended, we say, hey, listen, if you're going to sell your house, you know, you live in uh, Fulton County, maybe you're over in Milton and you want to sell your property, take advantage of the current market, get some of the equity out of the house. Don't be in a rush. Okay. Right. So look at the cost, right? You're going to spend 12 months in a rental property. It's going to cost you, call it $20,000, $25,000 to rent there over that 12-month time frame. Look at the cost versus the risk of making the wrong decision. Buying in a market that's really elevated in pricing, knowing what the feds are doing right now. Right. You know, they're trying, they're, they're literally waiting to see housing market prices decrease. We've already seen it. We've it's already starting. seen it. it it's, it's been around the country. So that's one of the things on the interest rates. And when we go back to the Fed, who's bringing the pain to, to middle America and regular Americans, uh, those especially who are retired, is that I, I have seen it quote unquote, and I'm terribly using air quotes right now, that it is working, breaking, the, the raising of interest rates has slowed down the housing market. I mean, I, I, I can go back 10, 12 months ago. The stories were you would go to an open house, there'd be 8, 10, oh 12, gosh. 15 families, and people were putting in offers 10, 20, $50,000 over ask. Yeah. That was a white hot market. We've seen it in stock markets. Uh, we've seen it in all kinds of markets, but but it happened in the housing market. It's just interesting to me that people don't think of, of the housing market really as a market. Let's go back to 2008 and nine. What happened in the housing market? Yeah. One, one of the worst crashes in history, right? So it's the same thing. The stocks, so people were just chasing after a market. And we don't want to be chasing after anything with our fear or greed, right, Mo? Yeah, no. I mean, even, even if you take the housing market out, let's take a look at the you know the collapse of crypto right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no. Come but, on, man. <laughs> we, we talk about chasing, right? I mean, if you think about it, some of, some, some of the investors right now that are you know kind of licking their wounds when it comes to crypto investing. I'm going to have to get rid of that F FTX tattoo FT I got. Yeah, get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> oh, put another letter behind it or something. But, you know, some of FTX, these... FTX, oops. <laughs> you know, some of these some of these cryptocurrencies, you know, we're getting 50, 60, 70, 80% returns. And when you look at it compared to like a traditional investment, th those those kind of returns weren't weren't yeah, really there. I'm, I want to I wanna actually slow you down because when you're saying returns... We got to be really careful because, and and folks, I know that for those who are who are getting ready for retirement and retirement, you know, maybe you're not chasing after this, but I want to talk about it because I do fear that there are some folks out there who are going to try to somehow find a way to get back the losses that they've incurred this year. And I just, as far as chasing anything, when you're saying returns in a crypto, it's not like they pay dividends like your stocks and your stock funds, right? The only thing you're seeing going up is, is, the, is, is the relative valuation. Right. And the only way you actually reap those gains is by selling that. So right. really, people are just watching it virtually. Is it even by the SEC, is it even considered a security yet? No, no, it, it's so. not regulated. Some people are calling for regulations, but you know, by regulating uh, a, a security, you're almost legitimizing it, yeah. and some, some, and that's why I think they're in between, and that's right? where in between, right? I mean, the, can they see value behind it in some of the technology, probably? But when you start um, regulating coins or these cryptocurrencies that you know, no one really knows in some aspects what they actually do. Are they really legitimate? Which is kind of why one of the reasons why the FTX scandal is happening. Then you know, you you start to say to yourself, 
do we start do we regulate this or do we find some way to even stop it and halt it altogether yeah i gotta gotta put a twist on this all right okay Okay. you guys are bothering me here no no i think i think you're right but i think the message to the consumer because the reality is is although a lot of people have lost a lot of money in crypto they've also made a lot of money in crypto. Some have. Some have. But listen, it's the same thing in some of your, you know, large or maybe small cap tech growth stock. You know, you look over the sure. past sure. two years, maybe in the past 12 months, we've had companies and we've seen it. We've had companies that were very attractive to consider to put money into. Now they're sold off 60, 70 percent of their value as of 12 months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think so, it, all right. I'm, I'm going to ask pro and con then. Is there a place for crypto in a retirement portfolio? Well, I don't think I don't think we would build a plan and when I talk about plan, I'm talking about cash flow specifically. We would not build an investment strategy to support a cash flow plan with crypto. With that said, if if a consumer wants to take a little bit of side money, participate in the crypto market, but it's money that they can afford to lose. It's money that they can afford to have risk with. Then I don't see any problem with it. But I think to your point when you started this conversation was we don't we don't need people to get into this kind of mood of, hey, I got to catch up. I got to catch up. And there must be an easy button out there. Right. So I'm going to jump into this crypto world because it seems like a bear market. It can give me great returns. It's easy. It's simple. It's going to work. And then find themselves losing more than what they can afford to lose. The flip side of, of the chasing after the market right now that I'm also worried about for today's retiree is doing things like selling out, moving over to cash, totally getting out of the market because we know what's going on with inflation. So putting our money over into the banks, putting it over into the sidelines right now, not only would you be selling and quote unquote locking in your losses, right. but then you're not getting, so w- there's no place to run to, nowhere to hide. W- what are you doing for folks who are terrified of the markets? They said, I've already taken 20%, I'm out. What do you do? How do you have that conversation with them? I think it all goes back down to a plan, right? I mean, there, there's two types of risk. There's risk that, you, that you're able to take. That's more of a personal question, right? Kind of like Andrew mentioned before, you know, maybe taking a slide piece of your, uh, of your assets, and I'm willing to take on some risk, whether it's alternative assets like cryptocurrency, that's a personal number that I can, that's a personal risk factor that I can take. But then also going back to your plan and really looking at your plan and saying, how much risk am I able to take? And that's a, that's a planning question. So what we've been doing with our clients is really, you know, take, you know, holding their hands, taking the emotions out of it just slightly. Obviously, it's your money, your hard earned money, but we want to, that's why you hired us for. So we hold your hands and just say, let's take a step back. Let's breathe for a bit. Let's go back to your plan. And even with the drop of 15, 20, 25 percent in the market, how has that really impacted your long term plan? And if your plan is still viable, if it's still viable, then your plan can afford the risk that you're taking right now. As a quick reminder, you're listening to Andrew and Mo. They're the co-founders of the Asset Management Group right here in Atlanta. The program here is Your Retirement Untangled. And that's that's what I want to ask you guys. Over the last 10 to 12 months of the downturn of this market right now, what kind of phone calls are you be getting from clients? Are, are, are they just as concerned because you talked about having the financial plan in place can a financial plan protect you from 20 percent down of the market yeah i mean listen i think what mo said was absolutely spot on and that is our clients have a fair expectation of how their money will should work through moments like these are our clients concerned have they had a little bit of worry along the way well of, of course. course yeah you know who wouldn't 
But our responsibility as a financial advisor is to be with our clients, is to hold their hand, is to walk through moments like these. That's what we get paid to do, to make the right decision at the right time, to make certain that they can stay retired. Listen, if you're a listener of our show, and first off, we want to tell you thank you, because we know you've committed to listen to our show week in and week out. But if you're sitting there and you're saying, you know what, I love the content, but now, you know, the reality is, is I'm not that confident about my plan. I'm not that confident about where I'm headed. And I would love to have that confidence. All you got to do is be one of the top 10 callers to pick up the phone and call. That's it. Pick up the phone right now. Dial 1-800-419-6164. It's 800-419-6164. And Mo and I will work with you to get you up to speed with the Retirement Readiness Review. More of your Retirement Untangled with the co-founders of the Asset Management Group, Andrew Nida, Mo Param, and Spike Spangle. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to your Retirement Untangled with Andrew Nida, Mo Param. I'm your host, Spike Spangle. They are the co-founders of the Asset Management Group right here in Atlanta. Don't forget to call. We're taking the first 10 callers to get your own retirement readiness review. We're going to take a look at your investments, your taxes. Do you have an estate legacy plan? Well, he can even talk to you about your health care choices, even some of those long-term care planning needs later down the road. But you need to call us. We don't know if you need help if you don't reach out to us. It's not just a broadcasting program. They're not just two guys with great voices. They are financial advisors right here in Atlanta. 800-419-6164 is the phone number. That's 800-419-6164. You know, fellas, I wanted to ask you, out of all the dark clouds that are going on out there, is there anything positive? Is there Mm. anything constructive that people could possibly be thinking about? Maybe before the end of the year or the beginning of of next year as we're moving into it, what's a good thing right now? Yeah, well, I think think there's several good things financially, but before we jump into that, you know, I want to get a shout out to our church, Cross Point City Church. You know, they're doing Hope for Christmas right now. That's right. And so here in Cartersville, we got a few locations, but, and I'm not telling all of our viewers to go to Cross Point City Church. What I am saying is, listen, for many of you, and many of our clients, you've been put in a good position. Uh, you may have put yourself there by saving over over the years, but you're you're in a good position and have the ability to help. You want to you want to really make an impact and end the year on a good note. Take some time, go invest in a local charity, get involved in helping some of the children that are in families that have really struggled. We talk about these job loss and all these things that people are really grinding through. These are real challenges, you know. And so you take the moment to be a giver. Take the moment to uh, to give back to your local community. Especially in this season of Thanksgiving, right? Give thanks for what you have and then also mm-hmm. share it. Share it yeah. with those that are uh, who are really hit hard. Absolutely. Because, because you know, we, we try to have fun and, you know, make light of the situations in some areas. But there are really there are people that are they they're, may, they're may not be real pain or maybe their neighbors. Yeah. They're feeling the real pain. And, and so in this season of giving, you know, let's just give back to 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 those. Absolutely. Who really Absolutely. And, and I do you know, and I do think that we've all been kind of thrown in some situations over the past several years that wasn't our desire. wasn't really our cause. It's just, hey, this is where we are. And so to get back to your question on how do we take advantage of of the negative vibe and negative season we've been in from a financial perspective, one of them is is, hey, turn a pos- turn a negative into a positive by taking money and paying taxes at the right moment and at the right time. I'm talking Roth conversion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, when you say that, some people are saying, wait a minute, how am I paying taxes? How is that a good thing? 
right? So explain how how is paying taxes today in this climate that we're in right now a good thing? Yeah, and first off, let me say it's got it's got to make sense for you. But when we're talking Roth conversion, we're talking taxation. I think one of the first things you have to remember, and this is true for every investor out there, someone's got to pay the tax. Mm-hmm. Someone has got to pay the tax. When you can come to grips with the reality that someone will have to pay it, either myself or my heirs. The second question you've got to ask yourself then is, when is the right re- right time for me to pay? And what is the right rate for me to pay it at? Mm-hmm. And when you can answer those questions, then this whole conversion thing becomes a whole lot more relative right. in moments like these. And here's why, Mo. I, well, first, I know you're excited, but i got to stop you real okay. quick because I want the definition on the Roth conversion. I don't want to go too fast for everybody right now. We we talk about it a lot. I know what you're excited about and why right now. First of all, what is the Roth conversion? What are we converting? So what what the Roth conversion is, is you're taking your pre-tax dollars that you have in your 401k, IRA, uh, 403b, all these tax deferred accounts that you haven't paid taxes on at all. And then you're converting it. You're moving them from these tax tax qualified accounts into a uh, a tax-free account, a Roth account. So you're paying the tax along the way when you make that transition, but now you're building up this tax-free bucket. Because for, for 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years, we've been saving into tax-deferred accounts. This this was kind of the promise given to us by the IRS. Mm-hmm. As pensions basically faded away, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, like the old Pontiac, it's just gone away, right? The pensions aren't out there anymore. So we were told we got to save on our own. And here was the carrot. The carrot was... It all gets tax deferred, which means you keep more money in your pocket every oh. single year, yeah. right? Yeah. And that that's supposed to be great. But guess what? Eventually, you got to pay those taxes. And, and, they, and they were sold a bill of goods that, you know, when I retire, I'm going to be naturally in a lower tax environment because I, don't, I no longer have W-2 income. So, of course, I'm going to be in a lower tax environment. But we're seeing that not always the case. Hook, line, sinker. We right. took the bait. You know we what I mean? So, so, yeah. So, you, you explained what a Roth conversion is. And, and once again, it's the ability for our clients and our listeners, viewers, to be able to pay the tax when it's the best time for them to play it. Look at it like playing this game on your playing field, mm-hmm. okay? We all know, especially us Georgia fans and, and Atlanta Braves fans, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh. Uh, easy at least I'm a Braves fan. Uh, I'm a Braves fan. Let's not bring fan. heartbreak into this. <laughs> Come on now. Come on no, now. We, we do have some listeners from Birmingham, so they may not do that. No, that's, that's true. true. That is true <laughs> for all of my clients in Pelham, Alabama. Listen, I get it. But we're just using it for an example. just giving an example. You know I love you guys over there in Birmingham and in Montgomery. But anyway, well, yeah, the, the point is, is uh, it, it's beneficial when you can pay the tax when it's your decision to pay it, right. not when the government forces you to pay it. Right. And you guys talked about the fact that we've been saving in this manner for so long. A lot of our listeners and a lot of our clients have been saving in these accounts for 30, mm-hmm. 35, 40 years. And what they find, Mo, is they find themselves, you know, mid-60s, late-60s, getting to a place where they have to take Social Security, they have to take the pension, and now they have to make a distribution. And those three items is how the government controls the pace and the foundation of your taxable income and ultimately their tax gain. So if you can make decisions ahead of time, well, then now you're playing it on your ball. Well, I think you're also saying, though, that we're making these decisions ahead of time because of where tax rates are right now. Folks, you can do your own research on that interweb contraption out there find out yourself these are some of the lowest tax brackets of likely our 
lifetime. Am I correct there? Yeah, I mean, and I, does anybody see taxes going down? I I don't see I don't see it. I haven't spoken to many people who feel that tax rates are going down, especially if you, if you look at how much debt the government has. You know, somebody has to pay the tax bill, and it's usually going to be you know. There's three ways the government makes money, right? One is that they print money. I think we've done enough of printing, and we've talked yeah. enough about that. One is borrow money. Well. We've borrowed a lot enough. of that. Yeah. And the other one is taxes, right? Those are the three ways the government makes money. So if we've printed too much as a country, if we've borrowed too much as a country, last alternative is raise your taxes. Yeah. And so then to Andrew's point, you can control your tax rates right now. We don't know what they're going to be 12, 24 months from now. It's, we, we all I know pretty much be guess. I know they'll be in 2026. Yeah. I know where they'll be in 2026. Okay. Unless anything changes, the, the current tax yeah. laws will sunset in 2025. So 2026, there's going to be a I like a that nat- soft yeah. word they gave it, sunset. sunset. It's yeah. going to sunset. That's a minimum expectation, too. You know, that's, that's still a <laughs> they're very They're going to go back up is uh, what they're going to do. Yeah, I think, I think many uh, analysts would project anywhere from the 22% federal tax bracket today going to around a 28% federal tax bracket. Now, listen, you're, you're talking about a reason to convert because tax rates going up we all kind of have that fear that may be that may be a motivation to convert a second reason though is taking advantage of where we are in year 2022 and it's the volatile markets so how do we bring good out of volatility well it's simple if you own let's give an example let's say you own 100 shares of of apple stock okay and and the stock price has slid all year long now you have the opportunity to move that exact same amount of shares out of your IRA into a Roth at a lower value. And when you can do it at a lower value, you simply pay less tax because all the government cares is not about how many shares you move, but about how much money you're moving. Okay, so take advantage of it. So, in so an example, when the mm-hmm. Apple stock goes back up, or, you know, because the market is resilient, the market will rally. We just don't know when, when right? But it'll go back up. Now those Apple shock stocks are, are, um, <laughs> are moving in a tax free yeah. account. Apple shock. I'll even I'll I'll even move away from from a specific company. Let, let's, if we just look at the Dow Jones, you know, if it's down 22, 25% and wherever it's going to end, you know, by the end of the year, wherever it opens to in the beginning of the year, if your account values are down by 20 or 25%, you sell them now, you get the 20 to 25% off, meaning you don't have to pay that much in that extra 20 to 25% in taxes. And you can move your account over. And like you were saying, Mo, when or if they recover, you get those gains tax-free Beautiful. down the road. Now, for someone who's close to retirement, as we like to say, the retirement red zone, somebody who's maybe two years away, three years away, four years away, maybe somebody who just started into retirement, or maybe there's two or three years into retirement, is it worth it for them to do a Roth conversion? If you're sitting there and you have an investment account and you're saying, hey, I got a 401k, I got an IRA, I work with some investment firms and and I know that my allocation is right. Let me tell you something. All you have is an investment plan. Maybe a good investment plan, but you don't have a financial plan. It's a piece to the puzzle, not a puzzle in and of itself. We take a, a hard look at tax planning. Why? Because taxes are absolutely uh, important to the success and the value of your assets long term. Matter of fact, we're going to throw in a little special offer on today's show because we're, we're closing to the end of 2022, and there's so many people that still need to make the right tax decision. So what we're doing is we're opening up for the Roth Conversion Challenge. Now, listen, it does take a little bit of effort from our team to make sure that we can get these done. We've already been able to complete it for our clients because we don't wait to the last minute. But for our viewers and listeners of our show, if you want to participate, 
you got to be one of the top callers on our show to get access to the Roth Conversion Challenge. The Roth Conversion Challenge is, folks, we are challenging you to do something active for yourself. So if you are serious about retirement, if you've accumulated assets in those retirement accounts, the challenge is for you. We want to take a look at those accounts for you and see if doing a Roth conversion, moving over to a tax-free account from what has been your tax-deferred account, which does mean paying your taxes now, but that also means getting that tax growth tax-free down the road. We challenge you to do something. Don't just be angry at the TV screen. Don't be angry at the radio when you're hearing the news. Don't be angry at the alerts you're getting from your phone. Do something about it. We're challenging you to take your tax situation into control, into your own hands. And to do the Roth Conversion Challenge, just reach out to us here. 800-419-6164. That's 800-419-6164. Ask for your own Roth Conversion Challenge. More of your retirement untangled from the Asset Management Group, Andrew and Mo. Right after this. Welcome back to your Retirement Untangled with Andrew Nida, Mo Param. I'm your host, Spike Spangle. They are of the Asset Management Group, financial advisors right here in the area. In fact, guys, if you don't mind, I got a question here from Sylvia. And Marietta, you guys ready for some listener questions? Yeah, I think it's a good it. one from what we were talking about today. Sylvia here in Marietta, she's 53. She's concerned that she's not diversified enough. She says, I have both international and domestic stocks. Hmm, both. She doesn't say anything about bonds or anything else. But at the moment, that's all. Should I look into real estate? precious metals are there other alternatives out there uh thank you both uh andrew and mo we appreciate your tips every week what do you think i should do sylvia yes great sylvia, question sylvia. yeah sylvia great question and and i think spike this is actually a common question that we've been getting is am i diversified enough because most investors have bought into the consistency of what they expect in years past you know, my, my diversified mm -hmm. 60, 40, or, you know, 80, 20 to do a particular thing. And 2022 has kind of shook that thing up. All right. So now they're thinking, okay, maybe, maybe I'm not allocated correctly. When in all reality, a year like this year has proven that sometimes good allocation across all asset classes, or maybe across different regions and different sectors still doesn't provide the cushion that you need. Okay, and, and that may be where she's coming from. You know, I, I would say that what we have found this year is that, you know, defensive positions such as fixed income, you know, we just it just hasn't done what we expect it to do. I mean, check out gold, check out, you know, government yeah. bond index. You look at you look at large cap growth equities. But but, you know, we obviously have the ability, Sylvia, to, to actively manage money. And so we're sitting over here making these proactive decisions for our clients. So we have found a lot of value sitting in some different positions, you know, with inside equities focused on more value that's really provided that cushion. You want to add anything to that, Mo? Yeah, yeah. You know, and some of, like you mentioned, some of the defensive positions we've seen now, you know, if you take a look at the bond market, it's, it's performing very equally to like the equity space. So that defensive strategy that most people are taking, especially yeah. in some of these target date funds, really aren't really giving uh, you and providing you said, the defense. You said my, oh my three uh, target, 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 target date know, funds but get to me. That's what people are doing nowadays in their 401ks, right? Sylvia, you said she's 50, mid-50s. Yeah. So she's probably saving in her 401k for the most part. And 
you know, like everyone else, you look at 60, 65% of their uh, investments that they're allocated, well, 60, 65% of the investments within their 401k, you know, the options are these target date funds. And so mm -hmm. they're really relying on these funds to actively manage to get more conservative, unwind the risk as they get closer to retirement. But these funds are, you know, the closer you get to your retirement date, they add in more bonds, more of these fixed income positions mm -hmm. to help reduce the volatility. But when you have rising interest rates, when you have rising inflation, these bonds do not perform well. So, you know, this this question that she's asking is really pertinent right now. Right now, now. Let how me, do we diversify to, to take advantage of this volatility? Yeah, and newsflash here, you know, the bond market hasn't really been a great place to be for quite some time. It really has. You know, a lot of maybe some investors are throwing it out there as an excuse. Hey, you know, the fixed income position has really gotten a little wacky this year, so it's it's challenged us in management. You know, they throw this out there, but the truth is is it's not been a great place to be for a while. Right. Okay. Maybe for a small season, but yeah. like to hold on to bonds for, for that defensive approach really hasn't been but, that great. But a lot of investors, Mo, they haven't been able to go to things such as CDs or money market accounts or anything like that in years past either. Because interest rates were so low. Mm -hmm. And so the returns that they were getting, that, um, the yield that we were getting on these CDs weren't, weren't great at all. So so what we have found, Spike, to work extremely well, especially with inside the retirees profile, okay? We're talking about people that are, you know, 50, 55 or older, getting close to retirement or the individual that is in retirement. We have found a lot of value identifying how much money with inside of their plan needs to be safe and making it safe as in guaranteed safe. And as a result, we have found investments such as fixed indexed annuities where we can dedicate a sum of money to that part of their plan and they're going to get a target estimated return of, you know, 4% or to 6% over time every year, okay? Mm -hmm. That's a target, yeah. not a guarantee without any risk. And here's the beauty of it. Going through a year like this year, interest rates rising, all these types of investments do better. That's and right. there's no risk. It's guaranteed. And so I would challenge, you know, a lot of our listeners, they may say, ah, that's that word, you know, annuity. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go down that route. Listen, do your own research. Okay. You do yours, we'll do ours. But the truth is, is when you go look, go look at the aggregate bond index over the past three or four years. Go look at how much it didn't get in a good market and how much it lost you in a bad market. And then we can talk about a better defense Yeah, position. It, you know, it reminds me of a phone call that uh, both Andrew and I took yesterday with uh, a, a woman from our workshop in Trustville. And she was speaking and she spoke with us because she wanted to talk to her, us about her mother's portfolio. Oh, and her mother is 97 years old. And last year she was in, I think, two different bond funds. Two different municipal bonds. Two different Ooh. municipal bonds that I think last year would average like 2% somewhere Ooh. around there. Last year. So calendar year 2021. One, it finished at like 2.17 when good, I looked at you know, A good, decent return for a municipal bond. This year, year to date, she's down, what, 14%? She's down 14%. Yeah. Now, listen, think about that. The, 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 the S&P 500 is down 16. Okay, so think she, about that. she's taken on literally 85, 88% of the S&P market in a down market mm. and got less than what? two, Not even 2%, less than 1% of the S&P return in a good market. Okay, so defensively, when you're building, which is huge about retirement, remember, retirement is a game of cash flow. So retirement you, is no longer offense, and retirement is no longer chasing after the biggest returns. We need some returns, but nobody could see this kind of inflation coming. Well, the reality is, Spike, is a lot of people don't even realize that you don't have to get full market returns to outpace the market. Now, that's crazy. All right, now think about that. You don't actually have to match market returns to beat the market. You got to definitely not lose as much as the market, though. 
One one phrase I want to go back to because this kind of stuck out to me, Isabel. When you said no risk, to be able to be in this instrument with no risk, I, I, I want to give a little more color there. I think what you're saying is that the insuring company or the ensuing company is taking on that risk. And these are very, very large billion dollar, trillion dollar companies. So there's very like minuscule amount of percentage of any possibility of risk of, of that money. No, because there's, there's got to be some kind of risk to something, right? Well, I mean, think about think about like a CD, you know, CDs yeah, yeah, are so checking sing, your savings. Sing, think they're, CDs are safe because they're at the bank. Yeah. And there's a very slim possibility, just like it happened in 2008, that a bank could right. vanish from the face of the earth, but probably not. So when you say no risk in an instrument, these are usually large insurance companies, annuity companies. So one of exactly. the biggest things to look at is the, the strength. The strength. The, the, thank the, the, you. Yeah, the strength, the quality. Can you explain that? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, I didn't know we were going on an annuity conversation, but that's great because I, I want to, you know, demystify the idea of annuity within one's retirement portfolio because annuities get a bad rap, right? And, you know, there's a good, bad, and ugly annuity, right? Some of these annuities that people, you know, are closing their ears to are the ones with high fees, right? That can literally erode your performance. We're talking about, you know, Andrew mentioned the fixed index annuity. These have no fees, right? So you eliminate the fees, but then the insurance part behind it is you're ensuring that you're down the downside market volatility. You have literally eliminated it from that portion of your portfolio, meaning that you invest in different indices, S&P 500, a real estate, a gold index, whatever it may be. If that index goes down in performance in it during that given year, you do not participate in the downside. And so by eliminating or reducing how much exposure you take on the downside, yes, you may give up a little bit of the upside. That's the trade-off. The trade-off is I'm not exposed to any of that downside okay. market volatility. And that gives me the ability in a season like this, when the market is down 15, 16, 20%, depending on which where you're invested, this portion of my assets literally it's has like, not been infected uh, infected by, yeah, the, by, yeah. the, by the market. So to go back to one more thing from, from Sylvia here, she's like, should I look into real estate or precious metals? My question would be, and I wonder if, if this was on your mind, is what is the goal of her assets? Is she yeah. trying to produce income? Is she trying to produce growth at 53 Real estate, a possibility. I don't know, but does she mm -hmm. want to take care of the properties? Precious metals. If the market crashes, is she going to take gold down to the grocery store and go get it? You know, go get a loaf of bread. To me, it's what does she want to accomplish? Do you yeah. do you try to help figure that out? Yeah, exactly. I think I think for Sylvia, that's that's ultimately what she's trying to figure out. We, she's talking in terms of an investment world. You know, should I get a better diversification? But the reality is, is she's saying, hey, what do I need to do to get to where I'm trying to go? Right. Okay. And that is, that's called a plan. And, and by the way, planning isn't solved by a product. It's not solved by a stock or an equity position. It's not even solved, Sylvia, by diversifying correctly. It's solved by understanding what your money needs to do today, what your savings need to look like today, what type of accounts you need to use from a taxable standpoint to build tax efficiency later. So, because you're young, Right. You don't want to build a tax problem mm -hmm, right. in retirement. So there's so many things that are necessary. So, uh, Andrew Moe, uh, the, the Retirement Readiness Review, am I leaving anything out on that? What, what are some of the things that you like to cover? Let's say in that first meeting, somebody picks up the phone. They're going to schedule a meeting. They're going to see your faces a week from now. What are they going to experience in the review? Oh, they're going to experience the two fiduciary advisors who have a vested interest in making sure that their plan is successful. So we're going to talk about their story. Where have you been? You know what? What? What have you? Where are you going? Where have you going through right now? Where do you want to be? 
And then we'll look at your overall portfolio. We'll look at the risk you're taking in your portfolio. We'll look at the diversification you're taking within your within your accounts. And then we'll start to build this foundation of your retirement plan. We'll look at some of the guaranteed streams of income you might have coming in. Obviously, there's Social Security, but do you have a pension? Do you know the best time to elect your pension? Have you talked about with your spouse, do, you want, do I want to take on 100% of the income during my pension, or do I want to have a survivorship legacy income a legacy for, my, for, for, my yeah. survivor, for my survivor? But we're looking at your overall financial story and putting it together into a plan so you can walk into retirement as confident as you can be. And that's the feeling that you will have when you walk out of your own retirement readiness review. But Andrew and Mo don't know if you need help if you don't reach out to us here. 800-419-6164 is the phone number for you to call. Don't worry, you won't be interrupting the program even though we're wrapping up right now. Call 800-419-6164. Andrew Moe, you did a wonderful job today. Both of your moms are proud, and you're going back home to yours, in fact, aren't you? You're going to see her right Be blessed. Have a great holiday season. Have a great holiday season, everyone. Thank you for listening to Your Retirement Untangled. Andrew and Mo will be back again next week. Love you, Spike. Thank you for listening. Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Param provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.